0: welcome Sam thanks for having me looking forward to it how are things Great. up in Boston oh, very nice. Uh, what stage are you at? Uh, we're startup We launched uh, last March right at the beginning of the pandemic because of the pandemic uh, raised our seat just about to close our seed round and uh, just about to hit our first you know million dollar sales benchmark so rounding error probably for most people on this call but mm-hmm. a good milestone for a startup. Great. And
1: Sam, uh, you know, starting up in the middle at the beginning of the pandemic is something that a lot of people probably wouldn't even think of doing. So why don't you tell us a little bit about what made you decide to go take the, uh, that foot forward or that step, uh, that first step forward to go and do that?
0: I mean, it was it was an accident, honestly. Um, when the quarantines were beginning, myself and some other HubSpot alumni, which is a Boston uh, startup, um, got together for a hackathon to try and help small businesses. And we're in a cigar lounge in Watertown. There's commercials running on the TV, but one, they suck. Two, the company's not making any money off of it. Uh, So we had the idea, what if you could build like Google Display Network or Facebook Audience Network for screens in the real world uh, and help small businesses just make more money, right? There's commercials running in there anyways. It's just unlike online, they don't get paid for it. Uh, and beyond those, like you know, b- people think about billboards and things like that. Most billboards aren't owned by Clear Channel or, or OutFront; they're owned by like smaller local companies, smaller businesses. Um, so we we built the prototype. Then we did what we kind of half jokingly called a reverse stealth mode. We called every company in the space, told them what we were planning to do to try and understand why they weren't doing it because it's so it's so manual, it's so archaic, uh, but it's a thirty one billion dollar global industry. So yeah, we quit our jobs and said, uh, what if, uh, we can build something that would make, you know, small businesses, a powerful marketing medium, like how would that change the world?
2: What well, was there some like uh, seminal moment, uh, Sam that sort of told you that this was the time to start this business, or you were doing something that sort of triggered you with all of this?
0: I mean, there, there really was the, um, the beginning of how do we help small businesses make more money, especially off of reduced uh, occupancy? Like there used to be a bar in, in Boston called Courtside, rest in peace. Uh, but it, like if you wanted to reach HubSpot employees, like you should have just run ads in there, right? Like don't do all the other stuff that people try to do when they're selling to HubSpot. Um, but that's never, that, that's never existed before. The ability to connect marketers like me with audiences in any screen other than this one, the desktop or laptop, or this one, the mobile device, Uh, has never existed before. So um, that was why we started it. And then the reason we decided to like do it full time and lean into it was, I mean, you you dream about industries like this. I've spent so much time on a whiteboard trying to find an industry that's at least $10 billion a year that just has an information issue, right? There's no directory of every billboard in the United States and who owns them. Um, If you want to buy something, you have to like call 40 different companies and it takes six weeks. Uh, So there's... There's very interesting machine learning and AI applications, but it's also just, uh, it's like being back in, you know, 1995 or the year 2000, when it's like, hey, what if we had a directory of things that people could buy and called it Amazon?
2: Uh, I'm good at reading minds. I know Evan has a question.
1: (laughs) I mean, you just mentioned uh, machine learning and AI, and uh, I know a lot of our listeners on this call, like myself, are, you know, running the finances of our companies But you come from a tech background totally different than a lot of our listeners uh i just wanted to hear from you um you know what are you using for or are you using any type of artificial intelligence or machine learning uh in your current business and i mean what does ai and machine learning mean to you in your business
0: yeah so machine learning has been one of the most important developments for marketing and just company growth over the last you know 10 years uh, Facebook and Google, especially, you know, we were le- we were all worried about truck drivers losing their jobs to AI, but Facebook ads managers are probably the ones who lose it first, because now you just tell Facebook the outcome you want to have happen. Somebody buys something, goes somewhere, calls something. Uh, and then Facebook takes a bunch of data and learns from every time somebody does or doesn't, uh, you know, reach that objective, um, for advertising in the real world, it's actually significantly more complicated. The internet's actually pretty flat and straightforward. Uh, But for example, Cappy's Liquor uh, in Boston, if you're familiar with them, one of our advertisers, there are 3% of people who go to Cappy's Liquor and then go to work. So where their cell phone spends eight hours a day. I'm super interested to find out who they are. But in general, the system's learning, if it thinks you're on your way to work, it shouldn't show you an ad to get you to go to Cappy's liquor store. So it's trying to say, based on the what's going on in your life and the sort of the context of that billboard or that TV or that, you know, Uber, the screen in the back of the Uber based on what the marketer wants to accomplish, who values that the most and who should we sell that to at what price? Um, So it's, it was, it was a big thing for the internet, but it's going to be much more important to get right for, you know, pricing something that's, that's a lot more complicated.
2: That's uh, that's really something. And I, I think the AI intelligence is important. So I have a different question for you, Sam, if you don't mind. Uh, You know, so many entrepreneurs that I've been associated with in my career, they jump in and they don't understand the alignment between strategy and finance for achieving their long-term goals. And I'm wondering how you've addressed that issue. Uh, It's something that I have heard that you've been able to look at. And I think it is important for entrepreneurs to understand this is an important area
0: to have alignment. It's literally the most important issue. Uh, What kills most startups is is bad cash flow management, bad economics. Wow. Um, if you're familiar with HubSpot, uh, that was a company I spent eight years at uh, leading HubSpot Labs. Um, you kind of think of us as this like fluffy, happy, huggy, make marketing people love kind of company. No, it's, it's a cash flow machine. Every company meeting, we discussed the unit economics and the business economics. Uh, all of us on the team understood that. So um, I knew you know, if I had a, a, a customer lifetime value to acquisition ratio of seven, that I should bring that down to three so that we could grow faster. Like it wasn't just the finance team. The CFO was who was really setting the guardrails of strategy for what we were executing as a go-to-market team, as an engineering team um, and telling us, you know, if if we're gonna bring in money from investors, what is the best way to deploy it to grow the enterprise value? Uh, And so as a marketer, being able to draw uh, a line and make decisions you know, I, I don't necessarily have to understand all of the, you know, nuances behind the accounting and things like that. All I need to know is what is our goal? Is it to grow faster? Is it to have more, you know, profitable unit economics, etc.? cetera? Um, and then how can I analyze that so I can make really, really good decisions? And we do that at the startup phase as well, although my co-founder made me take cash flow as more important than your mother out of our investor pitch deck. Um, you know, we have a very we're raising a specific amount of money to validate a specific unit economics thesis so that if I go and raise 10 or $20 million for our Series A, I have an intelligent answer to what are you going to do with that?
2: Well, I'm okay with the cash thing. I'm sure our last guest today, Jay Tooley, is gonna to agree when he comes on. I was always taught that cash is oxygen and without it, you choke to death. Uh, Evan, uh, I got your signal, uh, you know, through the osmosis. I know you have another question. As we going to run into our time.
1: Absolutely, uh, Sam. I know that the relationship uh, between the CEO and the CFO is one that is vital to any organization. Uh, I just wanted to hear about uh, what your relationship is with your CFO, you know, are you calling the shots? And is your CFO trying to kind of uh, help you out there? Or is the CFO calling the shots and everyone's kind of taking their advice to move forward?
0: I would love nothing more than to have a CFO who could help be calling the shots. I don't have a CFO right now. So it's just me doing a poor uh, imitation and approximation of it, you know, early stage shot. We've got 11 people right on the team. Um, and most of those are engineers. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I, I will say I, I, I messaged HubSpot's original CFO after I launched this and said, I never truly appreciated him until I had to be at my own company without a CFO. Um, so it is actually going to be probably our, it'll definitely be our next executive hire is, um, somebody who can, you know, not, not just like do the accounting stuff. There's a big difference between like accounting and finance strategy. Somebody who can tell me like, what's the right decision to make based on, you know, sort of the economic frameworks of the business. Um, I'm not going to get good at that. Right. Like, don't like, nobody can be good at everything. I, I gave up on being a good programmer too, uh, about 15 years ago uh and that's a a relationship that you know i'm looking for if anybody knows anybody who is tired of like you know their gig and wants to go work at an early stage startup uh definitely let me know because it's a it's a fun math problem to work on wow very interesting uh i'm just wondering you know going
2: back to this whole startup thing is there anything that you would have done differently
0: i would have hired a cfo earlier um I would have, uh, don't over-engineer the problem. So we went into this thinking that we had to fight Facebook because we know Facebook has a place-based advertising team because they tried to hire our CTO, Andre, to run it. Um, But, you know, the people in this industry are still using spreadsheets to manage their inventory. Uh, Or it's just, you know, if you want to buy, if you want to reach people who work at hospitals in Pittsburgh, what billboards do those people drive past? Um, Especially in... You know, tech startups, we like to build really cool, interesting technology. Uh, And when I think it was when Google invested in HubSpot, they threatened to tattoo, we are not the user on the inside of our eyelids. Um, HR didn't let them, don't worry about that. But, uh, you know, really understanding what actually creates the most value for our customers and not just what we're most interested in building would have saved me uh, (laughs) a lot of time and money on engineering uh, product features that didn't matter nearly as much as having like a directory of all the out-of-home agencies that people could work with. So Sam, uh,
2: I know uh, you you haven't seen this, but I'm cutting Evan off. He wants to keep asking you questions. So you're going to have to come back again uh, and be interviewed with us again because we find this very interesting. If somebody's interested in you and your services, how would
0: they find you? Well, the good thing about my last name, Evan, you did a great job. Uh, is SEO is very easy. Google anything even close to Malakarjanani and you'll generally find me. Uh, You can also check out onescreen.ai. Just don't blame our new head of marketing for the website. Uh, He just started and I built that, which is why, uh, suffice to say, HubSpot had a very talented design team, but I wasn't on it.
1: Great. Well, uh, Sam, thank you very much for being on this show. Uh, You know, it's very great to hear your story and I'm sure our listeners out there really enjoyed it as well.